Hey y'all, this is Sister Shield hopping on real quick to announce a disclaimer before going into this week's episode. A lot of what will be discussed is related to topics that might be sensitive to some viewers regarding mental health and personal experiences related to this matter. So yeah, I just wanted to say that before going into it, but enjoy. I'm Macy. I'm Julia. And we are missionaries for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And you are listening to Return and Report, a podcast dedicated to educate and advocate for missions of all kinds. Let's get into it. Hi! Welcome back to the podcast! We are so excited for this episode today. Oh my gosh, this is going to be a really special one Mm -hmm. because today we have a very special guest with us. Everyone say hello to Elder Albert or Hi, Elder, Elder Albert, Albert say hello to everyone. What's up guys? How are we doing? <laughs> I just have to say real quick. I love how you start each episode and you're just so cheerful and just so vibrant and happy. I feel like I'm just too relaxed, but I, I think it's like a he- good it's such a good way to start an episode. You always have such nice things to say to me and I just love that you uplift people so much, especially <laughs> me. And I think like every episode there's an episode where you're complimenting. We're always someone. giving each other compliments. So Elder Albert, your hair Don't looks great today. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate I did a whole new set of nails for you guys because I knew we were doing this. <laughs> it looks good. It's going to add to the mood. And they're blue. They're which blue. I got. We got blue on one hand. And, and you got like some hand. pink vans. Oh, cool. I do have pink the vans. Old I was trying to compete with Elder Neff because he pulled up last week with purple ones. That's true. It's kind of jealous. Those, like magenta colored. Dude, they're insane. I know. But pink is the way to go. Yeah. Shout out to Elder Neff. He Dude, is one of our service great. mission leaders. In the area, so Elder, Elder Albert has some really cool style. Like he's well, he's you. really cool, the most steezy looking. I know, Elder. Like, in like our mission. Like sorry, sorry to everyone else. I'm I'm too gritty with it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, <laughs> no, it's just the amount of gritty. It looks good. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. <clears throat> so talking about blue, blue nails, blue, right? Mm-hmm. Today we're gonna talk about something that is close to a lot of us mm-hmm. who are on a service mission. Not all of us, but to a lot of us. And in general, like in life, too. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, we want to talk about mental health. Woo. My Let's go. <laughs> I know. Intensity ups. I feel like I need to, like, yeah. Yeah. Woo, we need mental to. Mental health. Woohoo. You know, yeah. Good, yeah. Right. Because isn't it such a thing where sometimes, like, mental health can be, it can be a really hard topic. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also, I kind of like the idea that we could just speak so openly about it and that we have this time where we kind of just get to be honest and, Share about our experiences. Yeah. Let's get Shout vulnerable. out mental health. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. Let's be honest and let's let's hear about what we think. Let's hear about what we can come up with and and our experiences. Because I feel like a lot of these episodes that we do, they're kind of guided by the spirit anyway. Yeah. Totally. And you're so. our first guest. Really? So. I'm yeah. honored. We, I, we, we are honored. Special. No, I'm honored. <laughs> no, we are honored. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Did you have a question? I did. Okay. I have it ready here. Go for so, it. question one, Elder Albert. Question one. Dun, dun, dun. I'm ready. <laughs> what? So, will you tell us about your experience with mental health? Just kind of like, maybe like, how old were you when you noticed that mentally you noticed that you had some challenges, or when did you know, like, or what did you experience when you found out? Like, what's what's kind of the preliminary stages of when you found out that mental health was going to play a factor in your life? Um, I think it was around 
middle school, which I feel like is pretty normal because that's like the worst period yeah. of everyone's life. That was me. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a rough time. Um, but I think Absolutely. around like, I want to say eighth grade. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I, I just, I don't know why. I just, I just, depression hit me super hard at that age, the ripe age of 14. Um, it's young. And yeah, I know, I don't know why. And then I, I don't know why. Yeah, that just hit really bad then. Yeah. I don't know. There, I'm sure there was something that triggered it, but. Did you have, um, cause I know some schools, they'll have like their middle school be like seventh and eighth, and then you go on to mm -hmm. high school. And I know some will go six, seven, eight, or some will go seven, eight, nine is mm -hmm. still middle school. And then they go to high school. Like which one was yours? So mine was just seven, eight. So I, I was fine seventh grade. And then I don't know, life just happened. I don't know something in life, but like the fright age of 14, it's right. Um, but yeah, <laughs> around eighth grade, I think is when like stuff started, started to go downhill. Mm -hmm. Were you kind of just, I guess you already asked this this year, Ernie, but at that time, were you aware? Of... Yeah. Okay. Um, I knew like that I wasn't okay. Okay. Like I was, um, I was doing some things that okay. I like were not healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. But I mean, I noticed that like I wasn't happy and I was like telling my friends and I'll, we were like 14. So we didn't know how to like, they yeah, know, no one knew how to do. help me. No it's kind of like you're yeah. sharing each other's feelings and no one's kind of yeah, solving the it's problem. It's just awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, we're all a bunch of like wrecks right yeah. now <laughs> on I a struggle bus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, when I was 14, I thought I knew everything. I was like, I'm I'm in eighth grade. Yeah. Like, I'm top dog here. Like I'm. I'm so cool. Yeah. Like I've got it all together. <laughs> I just, yeah. Oh, eighth ahead. grade was interesting for me. Cause that was when I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to switch my act up. I'm going to, I'm going to be the funny guy in class, which it went well for me. And then I don't know where I, I just like became emo almost. <laughs> no, if you, if you knew me, if you knew, no, it was bad. If you knew, I didn't dye my hair black or anything, but I did wear the same black zip up hoodie every day. So, I mean, I guess that, yeah, that makes did it. Did you emo. thip that hoodie too? I didn't. I sold it for my brother, um, <laughs> who is also emo. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> the dark. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, I I don't know why, but yeah, just something happened, and I immediately like just started going downhill a bit, and mm -hmm. it kept going down from there. <laughs> if I'm being honest, but I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. very we're, tough. we're on the come up. We're on the come up. Yeah. I mean, you're here now. I am here now. You're serving a that's mission. True. I I wouldn't be here if and I wasn't on the come up. And you grew up in the church, correct? Yes. Okay. And so now tying mental health with the church and growing up in oh, yeah. a gospel-centered environment, how was that for you um, and navigating? Yeah. Like how did your faith change through oh, that it experience? Got, it got pretty bad, honestly. Like before my mission, I, I was, imagine. I did not want to go to church at all. Like, um, mm. I wasn't going to serve a mission, period until like I thought about it and I decided, okay. So I decided I was going to serve like this last summer. Like I had, I didn't think oh, about wow. it. Oh, 2022. Yeah. I, okay, didn't, wow. I didn't think it like after I graduated. Um, but I didn't think about it for that long. And my friend, she, she like, she asked me a question. She was like, do you think you'll regret serving? And I was like, cause late in your life, do you think you'll regret doing it? And I was like, probably not. So I'm like, why not do it? Mm -hmm. um, wow, that's very inspiring. But, oh yeah, that like the whole, like it, it made me think, I had, I thought about it for like three months straight, which isn't a lot of time. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. Yeah, because some people, January. yeah. Um, but I think 
Yeah. And you've been out for what? A month. Months? A month. <laughs> a month. Uh, honestly, it's only a month. Like you've been here for like forever. Six months. Yeah. Now. I know. It's That's crazy. Wild. It's it's gone it's, it's gone by very fast. Yeah. Wow. So it's kind of like you, in the summertime you made this decision to go, yeah. and then December was it just like all or nothing kind of mentality. It's like you're all in. Um, I was at first like hesitant. I was like, I really want to do this. Okay. Wait. Wait. Sorry. Back up real quick. I wanted to know your reasoning. Initially, you're like, no, I'm never going on one. Like, what kind of? Oh, yeah. What kind I of? I had that too. Ignited or what? What just? Okay. I I don't know how to explain it, but how did you have that initial feeling um, at first? And then like, what changed? I feel like you've been explaining it, but like, I just want to no, make I, sure I'm understanding. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> no, um, you're good. <laughs> uh, I think. Wait. So the question was, um, what made me not want to serve a mission, right? I or just like. The feelings you had of like just not wanting to oh, go, okay. um, kind of like, is resentment appropriate to you? It's like, I mean, I, yeah. I I had resentment in my in my life. Sure, yeah, I definitely was resenting it. Um, I think a lot of it was I was really struggling with my faith, so I was like, okay. why would I need to go out? Because one, I didn't feel like going out. One, I don't think it would benefit anyone because I was where I was at with my faith. Yeah, because if I were to go out. And, and have no desire. Yeah, I'd, okay. no, I, I would just be a horrible teacher. Okay. Because if I didn't necessarily have faith in anything, how would I teach it? So not to say no of... one would relate to you, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I hope this isn't, like, <laughs> offensive, but, like, kind of your mindset, like, you just don't want to waste time. For, yeah, I'm, I guess in a way. Like, for yourself, but also maybe for other people, and, like, just thought it would be best, like, to just not go. Yeah, and, like... Because of where was, I was at, too. Yeah. I was... All throughout high school, I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I didn't... I like. I didn't like going to church. Um, Did you feel pressured to serve a mission? Not really. Okay. Um, yeah, like, when did you first hear about a mission? How old were you? Oh, I've known about... Like, since primary, singing, like, the... Uh, what's the song? Oh, I yeah. I hope they call me... Yeah, that to one. Go on okay, yeah, just, I've always... Yeah. <laughs> Forget yeah. the primary song. Yeah, I, I don't know how I did that. Yeah. But I've always known about it. It's just... The thing that like flipped me the want to mm-hmm. was hearing about the service mission. That that like kind of let's get into rocked it. my world. Um, <laughs> let's do it. Um, but yeah, my friend brought this up, and she was like, "Would you want to do a service mission?" And I was like, "Excuse me, what? <laughs> a what now?" Because um, I didn't know what it was. And then I like did some more research, and I was like, "This sounds kind of sick. I could I could potentially do this um, because." Look yeah. at you now. Not yeah. Um, but then after I like did my research and like tried to like figure things out, the Murphys came and spoke in my ward. My mom was no like, "No way." The Murphys are also other service mission leaders in our yes. mission. Yes. Sorry, that's, that's for no, context. Crazy Side note. timing. No, wow. yeah, I was like, "Whoa!" So they spoke in your ward. Yeah, and, and one like that couldn't have been a coincidence. I feel like. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. During this agree. time, where yeah, you're... I was like, "Huh." That's a. Uh... That, yeah, that perfect. was like that was that's a moment that I like kind of keep close to heart. Um, yeah. Aww. Did they have a missionary speak with them at that time, or was it just them? Yes. This guy. Oh, Elder Izu. Elder Izu. No I was like, oh, hey, it's Griffin. I know that guy. And then my mom was like, it's the it's them it's the leaders. Go listen. And I was like, okay. Um, but that was yeah, that was a good meeting because I've known I've known Griffin for like too many years. Him and like Elder Harker, I've known Elder Harker for like fifteen years. Yeah. Um, wow. 
Yeah, we've oh, grown now up. you're all together. Yeah. That's it's. I know. I tell people this wow. all the time. It's like it's such like a cool like full circle moment. Like yeah. And what was something you took out of it? Like at the end of the meeting. Um. They were, um, I've, they they brought up in their message. They were like, we like to focus on their talents, and I was like, that's, you've got talent. I've got oh, yeah. some talent. Um, yeah, you do. <laughs> don't gas me up like that. I'm gonna get embarrassed. Um, <laughs> oh. You're making me blush. Um. Oh, we but, don't want that. Oh, no, yeah. wait, no, I'm going to interrupt real quick because, like, ever since you joined the mission, like, I think there's just been this, like, fun spirit that everyone has been able to feel. At least I could say that, like, whenever you're there, it's just, you can always know, like, you can have, like, a good time. Well, I can have a good time with you and, like, you're going to make everyone in the room laugh. And so when yeah. you mentioned about being, like, yeah. this, like, <laughs> class so clown baby in middle school, like, I think a lot of that's still part of you and, like, you're just able to uplift everyone and just, like... Get everyone yeah. laughing, and it's so refreshing too. I enjoy ADHD. it, <laughs> but you are talented <laughs> in other ways as well. Have, oh, yeah. Like you're still able to make people laugh and to make people smile. Well, like thank you. that's such a talent in of itself, especially in a world that kind of like focuses on a lot of like sad stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll turn on the news. A lot of it's really sad. I'm mm-hmm. like, gosh, like this is awful. It's just like overwhelming. I try to avoid yeah. the news because it makes me sad. Yeah, like I don't, we don't have cable either, so it's like. Easy money, but <laughs> it's easy to avoid it at that exactly. point. So, like, how did when the Murphys came to talk in your ward? Um, your ward is like a the congregation where you meet, depending on your age and your mm-hmm. walk of life at the time. It's a smaller version in the community where there's stakes. Stakes spelled as S T A K E. Oh my gosh, I can't <laughs> no, no. The, the layman <laughs> I was listening to our last episode and I said the word steak and I like was thinking as if I was like not a member of the church. I'm like thinking like meat. Steak is steak. Look it up. That part's always fun to explain to like my non-member friends. They're like, I'm sorry, steak? Yeah. Yes, a steak. So then as a congregation of people in a community and then wards are just a smaller version of that. So it's kind of like condensed. Yeah, so yeah. that way you don't have too many people in one area and it gets super crowded and you don't really get to know people that yeah. way. And like Sister Yoni said, like it depends like age group and whatnot, like where you live. So Yeah. I was gonna ask how when the Murphys came to your ward, how did that affect you spiritually? Like what were your thoughts spiritually when um, you came? Yeah, like what I said a few minutes ago was like I've that couldn't have been a coincidence that I was researching what they had talked about. Yeah. Which, like, that was super random because I, I don't think I'd ever met them before. So, yeah. like, just having that experience, me, like, researching, like, figuring out if I wanted to do it. And then them, like, saying stuff that, like, kind of, like, hit for me. Like, the like the talents thing. Um, they were, like, they were really, like, yeah, they said something about, like, um, yeah, we like to focus on their talents and, like, make sure that they're doing what they like and that they're, like, happy doing it and they're like successful doing it. Um, and like, as soon as I said that I, um, had an idea of like an opportunity that like, that I wanted like a service activity. Um, yeah, dude, what you could do, the revelation came right yeah, away. Exactly. Then. I was like, I was just getting wow. so many ideas and I was like, maybe I could do this. That's and I said, like after that, like meeting, I was like, wow, I could I definitely love, do this. I love this idea that like your heart was kind of like, you'd had this experience with your friend and your heart was kind of already curious. And mm-hmm. then, the Murphys come and all of a sudden, just with this little bit 
of curiosity that you had just like exploded in your mind and all of all of these things yeah. came to your head i love that so idea mm-hmm. so yeah. now at this point the murphys gave you their message albert Izu gave his message you were searching up service missions you had this experience with your friend about service missions where is your faith now at this point in life uh definitely a lot better okay um because before my mission i i think it was like a no no sorry not a week um like the summer that I like, I decided I was gonna do it. I was like, I gotta turn my life around, low key, um, cause I was I was a partier, not like in a bad way. Like low I just like to have fun with the boys, you know. Um, <laughs> like Saturdays, kind yeah. of like reckless. Saturdays, or... you get it. Yeah. Um, Saturdays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and oh uh, <laughs> Saturdays are also for the girls. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> More for the boys though. Um, yeah. Fridays are for the girls. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's Mondays and Tuesdays. When there's Bachelor and Bachelorette, but whatever. I know. Well, Sorry, we I get Friday and Saturday. The girls. Yeah, maybe. Okay, um, anyways. Try. So, your faith was, like, progressing. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, the summer, the summer I decided I was going to do it, I was like, I did a lot more scripture study, which I hadn't done, and to be honest, years. Um, but I started, the, yeah, I started I doing, that. yeah, I started doing devotionals with that Don't friend. Tell Don't tell them. Um, I started doing, like, scripture study with my friend, and we would, like, go through a talk and, like, find what we liked, highlight it, and, like, give, like, a quick, like, two-minute, like, kind of devotional, like, what we liked about it. And then after yeah. that, we'd find, we'd just uh, hit up the topical guide and find a topic we were impressed to um, read about, and then we'd find a scripture we like, and then do the same thing. So it was, like, a quick little, like, hour study session, and before... Wow. Um, one of the idea. scriptures that I read that like really like brought the faith like this I think that was like the first spiritual experience I had just like enhanced yeah yeah it was a scripture I read before we started recording yeah I really like because that one. um I thought one was it again it was I'm um, a 40 11 through 12 I think awesome um, it was good it yeah. was good but continue um I just uh I remember I was at the, when I heard that I was at the beach and I had there's something about the beach. <laughs> it was at six in the morning and I was with my friend and, um, yeah, we were doing our study there and, um, I was, I felt very impressed. Oh, okay. We always, we always start our study with a prayer. And I remember, I distinctly remember, um, praying that I would feel impressed to know what I should read about mm-hmm. and that, and after that prayer, I had like that spiritual experience and like, like tying that all together i was like Whoa. um <laughs> yeah. it kind of like it blew my mind honestly um, can i read the scripture yeah go for it okay it's alma 40 verse 12 it says and then it shall come to pass that the spirits of those who are righteous are received into a state of happiness which is called paradise a state of rest a state of peace where they shall rest from all their troubles and from all care and sorrow i love i that. love that i love that yeah. see that sounds like for someone who's had challenges since the eighth grade, the this idea of resting from all care and sorrow, that probably felt pretty good. Yeah. It was also um, I can't. I gotten into like this session. Sorry, I'm gonna backtrack. Okay. Yeah. A while. Do it. I'm, I'm gonna tell this whole story. I'm gonna okay. tell I'm this ready. my brain story. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for, um, for sharing. So, this is gonna like totally switch up, but my cousin passed away two years ago and he was like he was my like he was my best friend and 
he he was on my mind a lot at that moment. I think in my all time, but how old were you? I was sixteen. Wow. And he was sixteen. Um, oh my gosh. Sorry, we keep yeah. saying the same thing, but, Jinx. but that that's really just hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. But that yeah, there was like that. I he was on my mind a lot, and like especially then, and yeah. I don't know. I just now, thinking about death in general is like like I've had a lot of death in my life. My grandpa passed away three two months before him, and then I had a friend pass away in sixth grade. Jeez, you oh just my god! Have a break. I oh didn't. My gosh. And then my mom's mom passed away like right after I was born. So out of all the. 45 cousins I have on my mom's side because she has 11 siblings mm -hmm. only wow. five of them got to meet her so I, I like I hold that to me because I don't I, it, I don't know it makes me feel special <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah just I was thinking about death a lot like especially with my cousin and um yeah I just looked up like talks about death I don't know why I was like I felt like I should read something about it to like kind of like change my view on death in general I think everyone has some yeah. sort of feeling or thought about it and i don't think you're wrong for wanting mm -hmm. to just no, I, understand it better and i just talking about death at that point i was like i didn't like talking about it because i got really sad yeah um it's like what do the scriptures say about it like, oh yeah I, I got to a talk it? it was i i literally had it on my phone okay cool sorry <laughs> um I, I pulled up the talk that had the scripture i think it was can i pull it up yeah I'm allowed to. <laughs> yeah um yeah, we'll link it in the description so that way okay, yeah, yeah. Else wants yeah. To, yeah. It was The Doors of Death by oh, it was by President Nelson in 1992. No. The Doors of Death. So that was kind of crazy too. Before he was prophet. Wow. Yeah. Dang. That's why it was kind of crazy too. Cuz he was the prophet when I read it. Um, but but he was, or, Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah no. at that time. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I read that talk and then that scripture well, he read that scripture in the talk, the Alma 40. Really? He read that. After you'd had this experience No, no, no. With that, it? So I had read the talk, and I was like, ooh, I like that scripture. So I highlighted it. And then um, we finished, like, our sex, our, um, what's the word? I'm blanking. A uh, session? Oh, well, yeah. We, like, like this, study? Yeah, we ended the part of the study where we read the talks, and then we moved to the part where we were like, we were going to read our scriptures, go to the topical guide, find something. Um, so I, I looked up death. Right. And then mm -hmm. I looked up on a whim paradise because I was at the beach. Right. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we're at the beach. I'm going to look up paradise. <laughs> and then I flipped to like the topical guide. And the first scripture I saw was Alma 4012. So the like, exact scripture. He. Oh, my God. Like, even talking about that right now, I got chills again. Wow. Um, so like a full 360. Yeah. I was like, whoa. And that was like. The most, like, I, I never felt the spirit stronger. Um, like, wow. that just, I just like, right manifested, now. like, oh. God's awareness of you at that moment yeah, in that's, time. That's why, like, I, I, that's the reason I'm here. And it really takes, like, small oh. little instances or moments, yeah, and, and it builds up to these big ones, and you're just like, whoa. It's the small things. Yeah. It? Like, and even you my, never see yeah. it coming. Even my friend was like, you only got, you got that because you asked for it. Because, oh. oh, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, I, asked, I asked for like. I'm freaking out um, right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I asked for um, let like help me get to what I should know, like what I should read, mm -hmm. and then that happened. 
Wow. Yeah. Flip my world upside down. Oh my gosh. And you shall receive knocking. That's what I'm saying. Oh my gosh. That's really so knocked crazy. on wow. heaven's door. Like, yo, so you what have should such I read? a strong testimony of God from that. answering yeah. your prayers. Wow. Um, can I ask you, like, how has the Savior played into all of this um, with everything? I think he just guided me. Yeah. Like, he guided me. Um, no hesitation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, he definitely guided me because I've been this friend that I read with. I've been friends with her for like four or five years. Mm-hmm. And I think at that point she came down to like live here for the summer and like we hung out all the time. And I think. um, <laughs> Sorry, um, I think like I was genuinely like guided to like spend that time with her mm-hmm. because if I hadn't spent that time with her, I would not have gotten the idea to do a mission to like read my scriptures the way I was doing it. And just to like, I wouldn't have had that experience. Wow. Yeah. So I, I just, I don't know. You I know, think back so- on like a lot of things and I was definitely guided. Yeah. Or just that like another thing too, that, um, God places certain people in our lives in the moments we probably need them most mm-hmm. to feel and become aware of God's love for us. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like so crazy. And I think that's just really cool that you had like that experience. And so, where do we move on from here? So now you know about, oh no, you got that like cool experience mm-hmm. and this was still while you're deciding. Oh, I had already sure? decided. Okay. You already so decided. So I, that like, oh, that like, interesting. Mm-hmm. that's an interesting. I was like, I'm going to do it. And then like a month later I had that and I was like, Bruh. whoa. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that's interesting. After you had made a decision, that stuff started happening. That's crazy how that works, right? isn't it? <laughs> Can I? Wow. Wait, I'm like low key thinking, we're just pulling out scriptures tonight. Um, is that? It's gotta be that way. We're gonna be some scripture scholars. This is like we are actually related <laughs> to what we're just talking about, but like, give me two seconds. All right. Um, oh, dang it, I don't. So a friend sent this to me. Oh, I'm like getting chills. But anyways, I wish I had the reference. What the heck? Um, but I'll read it. It's verse 14 and 15 from somewhere, and I believe it's from the Book of Mormon, but I'll read it anyway. Therefore, my son, see that you are merciful unto your brethren, deal justly, judge righteously, and do good continually. And if ye do all things, um, then shall you receive your reward. Yea, ye shall have mercy restored unto you again. Ye shall have justice restored unto you again, and ye shall have a righteous judgment restored unto you again, and ye shall have a good reward, you shall have good rewarded unto you again. For that which you do send out shall return unto you again, and be restored. Therefore the word restoration more fully condemneth the sinner, and just, justifieth him not at all. Um, But you talk about putting in this effort, and then earning a reward. And I just think about that scripture. That's a beautiful scripture. I love that it popped in your head, because I think it just summarizes what you were trying to say in your experience so perfectly. Yeah. I really like this idea that even sometimes, like, I think it's cool in this experience for you, Elder Albert, because you'd actually done something. Like, Mm -hmm. you'd already made this decision in your heart. But sometimes I feel like maybe, you know, a person might not be there to where they can actually make an action. Sometimes it's just a desire. And the scriptures talk a lot about how even a desire is enough if you can't get there Mm -hmm. all the way. And I really like that idea of God being merciful and easy on us i guess like the yoke is easy even if just trying is all you can do it's good enough yeah i'm like 
such a big, well, I, I say this a lot, but like, it's just what I've learned a lot in the last year that God will honor our righteous desires and he'll just consecrate those efforts when, which he did. When, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When like, we show, when we show it and when we put in like a little bit of spiritual grit and like, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's grit is such a good word for that. Yeah. Because like it really, like you asked and that's action and faith is an action word. And mm-hmm. I just think that that's so cool that, I don't know, just within like the last year, you've had a lot of really cool experiences. Even the last year, like the last six months. Yeah, right. Just yeah. this summer, like you've started to, mm-hmm. I'm so happy that you've got to have these experiences mm-hmm. for you that you get to have forever. Yeah. Um, But I know for me, at least I struggle on my service mission still. Would you say that that's something, do you still like, yeah. it's life easy yeah. now? Yeah, yeah. It like yes, life life is easier. Yes, oh struggle. no, I, I I still have my struggles here and there, yeah. but thanks for being honest. Um, I told who did I tell? I, th- I think I was talking to you the other day, Griffin. Um, it was I think yeah, it was on the way home from the Habit on Monday. Um, shout out to Habit Burger. Yeah, <laughs> sponsor us please. <laughs> Free um, marketing. It's our hangout spot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like, I don't know. I was like, stuff was just hitting, and that good burger. Oh, it definitely was that. Um, no, yeah, I was, I don't know. Oh, no, maybe it was after Kane's. It was, I, I forget. It was either. When we brought pie? Yeah, it was that. that. Was it was either that day or the day before that. Okay. But I don't know why. I was like, I was like really opening up to Griff and just like, I think at Kane's too, like with Elder Yuhas right here. I was, I don't know. We were just bouncing off each other. And um, I was telling Elder Izu that like, I haven't been this happy in like five years and like mm-hmm. like this whole month i've been the happiest i've been in, in so long and it's like and i credit all of this to the mission and it's like because i'm so happy i can't i don't know I don't can you know. define what it is that's making you so happy um i talked about i, I don't know i talk about it really changes it right yeah oh yeah i think I it's tough, i know yeah it's a lot of it's a yeah describe. a lot of it is like i know i'm doing good work and like I don't know, I, f- I feel good about myself, which is also a new thing. Um, Self confidence. Yes, it's not even the confidence. I like. I feel. I feel good. I feel. I don't know. I'm proud of myself for doing these good things. And because right? they're not easy. Yeah. Some of these things, like where do, where do you work on your? So yeah, I'm like, what are some of your assignments? I'm doing temple maintenance twice a week, Catholic oh. charities twice a week, Dang. wow, storehouse twice a week, and then I'm in the baptistry on the weekends, but. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I like I like all my assignments, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I like they're not easy though. Yeah, they're you know? they're not easy, but or sometimes you're just like, man, I really don't feel like doing this. There today. are definitely those days. Yeah. Um, but I just think about like, um, I just think about like how happy I am right now compared to how I was, say six months ago. Mm-hmm. Not even that, like, two three months ago, like right before my mission, I was like. I was at a very, very low point, and just going from that to where I am now is, like, a huge gap. That's crazy. It's and such a stark contrast. I know. Like, thinking about how I was, I, like, I'll go through, like, my Snapchat memories. Half of them are just, like, me crying. <laughs> it's, it's so funny to look back on. Like, 
But in hindsight, I, I don't like, mean to laugh, but like, no, I was laughing. I know too. I've been there too. No, yeah, we all have. I literally just, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even remember. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I would look back on them and be like, that was bad. Um, but then like, and then I'm like, let's forget that. But then I'm thinking about how I am now. Um, I definitely feel a lot happier, and like, I definitely notice like a lot more changes in like my mental health, which is like, I'm very stubborn. And I don't like to change. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I used to um, cope with things in not the best ways. And now, looking at how I do them now, I'm like, again, I like, oh, yeah. I like, again, I like, I feel proud of myself for like finding new ways to like cope with things and like in a positive way rather than like healthy and just benefiting you. Where are these ideas coming from? I don't know. I'm assuming Jesus. (laughs) Exactly. Or, yeah, I don't know. You know, something I've noticed that's really crazy, and I think it, I think this is a life thing. I think, I, you guys, I think. I don't she know thinks. for sure. <laughs> but I've noticed it on the mission is that sometimes it, it's just like you're going through life and you're not even looking for something. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't even know the advice that you're looking for. You don't even know what you need. Yeah. But then all of a sudden it just falls in your lap one day from just like a little conversation you had maybe it's a song that you listen to maybe it's like you go to this meeting that you go to every week that's just like super lame and you normally don't like it but like you go that one time and it's like i heard exactly what i needed to hear Mm -hmm. that was me i didn't even know i needed it like Mm -hmm. i think it's just like crazy how that happens and i think it's a whole life thing that can happen like that god knows you so much more than like like I you think even he does know, yeah. realize, yeah, right. Like he knows what I need even before I need it, and he gives it to me. And when I'm not even looking for it, I think is the point. Sometimes you get things even if like you're not even put. Like I think sometimes we think we have to put in like all of this yeah. effort, and we have to be perfect, and we have to be happy all the time in order to be blessed, in order to see good things come from our labors. But that's not always the case. Sometimes like you don't even have to be trying, and mm-hmm. the Lord will show you how much He loves you. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. there's just, um, yesterday, it was, like, today's, like, so beautiful, the sun's out, like, today's just a good day to have a good day, and, like, there's just no reason to I love when those things happen, it. like, just, like, it just feels good sometimes. Just, right, like, it's like, it's very not hot. every day, but, like, <laughs> I, I had a zip-up on this morning, and we, and me and other Easy were at Catholic Charities, and I was, my job today was, I was, like, doing traffic control at Catholic Charities, and I was oh, standing cool. right in the sun with a zip-up, and then my long sleeve t-shirt combo and i was like oh my gosh it hasn't been this hot in a long <laughs> yeah. time but i didn't mind it it felt good so i'm gonna january yeah, oh yeah right dang well i really enjoyed hearing your story i kind of wanted to share a little bit about like um i don't want to like turn this over to me but like your journey yeah because when we talk about mental health like growing up in middle school I didn't necessarily have that, like, experience as you did in eighth grade. I just think there's a lot of things going on in my life. I talk about it in my own episode, like, from the age of 12. And I just didn't know how to navigate it, how to navigate that healing we talked about earlier. And I just think I look back and I just think I suppressed a lot of those feelings and put them aside ultimately because I just felt like at the end of the day they didn't matter and like 
all I have to do is just keep trusting the Savior and everything will work out, which is true. But it wasn't until that I went on my mission out proselyting that a lot of those suppressed feelings came back up, came, yeah. came out and like they just manifested themselves differently, like mentally, emotionally, physically, like I was struggling and like that was like so hard because I was like, I mean, I feel, I feel really bad for youth who have to go through mental health at such a young age. I feel like no one really should, but we live in an unfair world mm -hmm. that things just happen because they happen and we don't know how to explain it and it just sucks. Um, but I mean, not to like, <laughs> like pride myself over to my own horn that like, you know, in middle school, I didn't really have to like go through mental health at such an extreme level. In a lot of ways I'm glad, but there's it didn't really benefit me a whole lot on my mission mm -hmm. because I did not know how or what was happening and how to solve the problem. And it ultimately led me to leave my mission, which I did not want to do, but it was the impression I felt. And, um, I don't know where I'm getting with this, but I just like that experience is just like, I don't know, like maybe there's other missionaries who aren't really aware, like, maybe things from the past are resurfacing and it's not their fault. Yeah. That's, that's so true. It's not your fault. <laughs> no. Yeah. And like, I guess like, what, what are your thoughts? Like, do you feel, I mean, you've struggled with mental health throughout your life at such a young age, but do you still often feel like things resurface and like all the time? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I'll dive a little bit deeper into like how I struggled. Um, but yeah, from eighth grade, till like i guess like end of freshman year i like i like legit suppressed every emotion i had yeah i was just i i like i became numb which is not what you want to be um yeah like me and riffin again we're talking about this so i was like I'd, I'd rather feel like really horrible than feel, feel like nothing. zero um yeah but i yeah yeah i suppressed everything from like eighth like beginning eighth grade to like my freshman year and everything like kind of like like what you were saying like came yeah. right back up and from then to like like yeah i think I, I remember where it was but freshman year and sophomore year i was like really just like suicidal really depressed and like um yeah just like everything that i was hiding or like keeping down like like started coming back up yeah and yeah it like kind of it kept going like up and down and i don't know yeah but there's um i hate putting a positive spin on things that are hard because i always roll my eyes when people other people do that but <laughs> you said and I, that's mean of me but um there's you mentioned up and down and it reminded me of something an old bishop told me once he um related the ups and downs of life to a heartbeat monitor like if you're in the hospital mm -hmm. um when your heart is beating, the line on the, I think it's the EKG machine, will mm -hmm. go up and down, right? Mm -hmm. And that's to show that your heart is beating. Yeah. Um, but when you die... Flatline. It flatlines. And so I think sometimes, like, I know for me, I've wanted my life to be... I like I just want to be happy. Like, I don't want to feel yeah. anything. I just mm -hmm. want to be stagnant. Yeah. I just happy want to flatline. Yeah. Right? But you don't want to flatline because you'll die. Exactly. Yeah. Life is ups and downs mm -hmm. and if it stops it's like oh, yeah. you're not even living at all yeah 
That's a good way to look at it because I definitely like. That's actually really good. That I'm gonna I'm gonna think about that later. But um, <laughs> thank you. Um, but I yeah I think of like I still do this from time to time. I think of like going up and down as a negative thing, and you saying like you flipping the positive. I. I'll be honest. I don't like when people try to flip it. <laughs> Me too. Um, yeah. But I like that. That was good. Um, but yeah, I, I tend to think. I think I tend to like find the negative in a lot of things, um, and then That's be sad hard, about man. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh my like gosh. hard as heck. I feel like <laughs> people used to tell me like when I was younger. I mean, I'm 20, but still like in as like a youth in high school or like in middle school, like. You're just like the happiest person, or like you just oh, like, that can make like, people smile. Yeah. And like, I truly believed them at the time. I know they were being genuine, and I even felt it myself. Like, yeah, like, and I knew it was because of like my faith and like the choices I was making. And I'm not saying I'm perfect, I am far from it. Um, but I, I had these righteous desires, and I wanted to honor them as much as God was honoring them. And there's this saying, like, happiness is a choice. I read it on a t-shirt in a, in a <laughs> store at the mall. It was so cheesy. And, like, I remember being at that age. I'm like, happiness is a choice. Like, you, like, making that decision and just, like, turning your life around. Like, that's a choice. And, like, mm-hmm. wanting to choose it to be for it to be better. But anyways, like, you know, like, as I got older, as I've been on this mission or, like, early the early months of my mission, um really struggling and like since then I felt like I've almost lost that joyful light and choosing the positive things and looking at life in that again that positive light or um just feeling that strength that came from my faith and like it kind of sucks honestly I'm like man like I look at my life then I'm like it was so easy to feel so good about all these things and like Having this less whole train wreck of like mm-hmm. mental health just come in and just be like choo choo like <laughs> <laughs> like oh but I I like <laughs> that was funny. and even like trying to be at that same level of happiness again like it's been kind of a struggle um I don't know like I guess I want to ask you like what helps you to just like just endure the moments like you might not necessarily I'm not saying like you'll be happy um, after a night's sleep. Like, it's like the next morning you're going to be like, oh, like, everything is great. Like That's definitely not the case. Like, happy Gilmore kind of, <laughs> is that, like, happy the, you know? Woo! Just like, I'm on cloud nine. Like, I understand, like, tomorrow I won't wake up, like, the most happiest individual ever. And I, like, seek for this happiness, and I know, like, God's aware of that ha- happiness that I'm seeking, but, like, it just feels like such a struggle, and, like, I don't know, like, how... Do you just get yourself through those moments where you're just kind of feeling stuck, but you're also trying everything you're doing to just be happier? I don't know how it's no, about it. Uh, I mean, yeah, you, yeah, you, you put it well. Um, uh, I've tried many different things to like cope, essentially. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've had my fair share of like trying a bunch of different things. Um, but I think I've al- I've always been like I've always wanted to like just be the nice guy, like that's why mm. I'm doing this because like this is like all about being nice and like serving people. It's like I love doing that already. Be. I love um, that. That's who you are. Yeah. Anyway, and like I just like 
yeah, just being nice to people. Like I've, I try to like, I don't know, like throw a smile at someone. Seeing them yeah. smile back is like, oh, I feel sick. Or just um, <laughs> hold the door open for someone. Yeah. Or like being chivalrous is crazy, dude. Yeah, it, like, it doesn't dead. take it's much. Not dead, boys. It's not dead, and it doesn't take much to be like a good person and make mm-hmm. someone say. And like another thing is, um, just finding things you like doing. Yeah. Like, I like making music. I like playing music. I like writing music. That's all I do, and I think. Because I do that all the time. Having those healthy outlets. Yes, yes. Oh, I yes. love that. Just like doing that all the time, like, kind of makes me go up a bit. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, right. when I stop doing that, it's like, life, life sucks like again. <laughs> what? Um, Why am I sad? Yeah. And then I think another thing is, I'm a very social person. So I think surrounding yourself with like good people. People. That like, just uplift like you. Yes. Like, yeah, exactly. Mission is the best people. Um, oh my gosh, you guys are the best people. It's, yeah. I, that you guys. I think you guys are, like, a big reason of why I'm so happy right now. Um, But I think, like, um, yeah, just, I think one of the biggest things is, like, people. Like, Mm -hmm. winter break, my my cousin from my dad's side, he goes to BYU, Hawaii. He came down for, like, three weeks and just, like, just to come on vacation, right? And, um, And obviously, like, a lot of the service opportunities were closed for the holidays. Oh, yeah. So I I had a lot of time to spend with him. And oh, he's been, he's one of the people that always like lifts me up and like makes me feel good about myself, makes me happy. And then my friend Dylan, we like, it was just us three for three weeks straight. I like crashed at his house like every day. I, I, oh I, I was like, I was never, I was time. never home. And my mom was like, where have you been? And I'm like, <laughs> Fountain Valley. I was going, we were roller skating one night. It was so fun. Um, <laughs> it, like it was really so fun. sick. Um, but yeah, I think good people like. Shout out Jake, Dylan, Elder Izu, Elder Lee, Elder Yuhas, Elder Harker, all you guys. Just like good people, like they make me happy and they make me want to be better. And just like having that, having my music, having just like, I don't know, all the good coping things really like will just boost me up. And then, I don't know, yeah. Yeah. And like there's like a last thing I wanted to mention. Um, maybe Sister Yarning can take over. But like, I feel like no, I'm talking too much, but I love this. Um, so we talk about like healthy outlets, and sometimes like we just need to talk to people to just feel understood, to feel heard, and um, to also just kind of like, learn more about ourselves. And like, um, for it's like, isn't it sometimes like when you're feeling bad? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, but, like, go, don't you isolate? Like, yeah. I isolate when I'm really I isolate upset. all the time. Yeah, right? I spent. Um, I spent a fair amount of my summer in my room. Yeah. Like, it's so fun. Just kidding. No. (laughs) Okay. At the end of the summer, in August, I went to England for a week. And then. (laughs) Oh, no. um, It was not lit. Not lit. Oh, it was actually lit. Oh, okay. And then. (laughs) You just have, like, this crazy look on your face, like, something happened. I'll I'll get into it. Like, I'll get into it. I went with my girlfriend at the time and her brother. And then we had to split up because I was starting this. And she went to school. And that was already really hard on me. And then I got COVID, so I was stuck oh, in my room back on back for a month straight. Oh my! Oh gosh. no! That's the worst time then, to get COVID. I know, but oh my gosh! You just having that happen, and then getting COVID and not being able to leave my room. I just had a lot of time to be very negative with myself and like just not be happy. And I think yeah. being alone. Yes, I, it's like I didn't see my mom for like two weeks. Oh no! I come. I came downstairs when I tested negative. She's like. Oh hey, I haven't seen you in a while. 
Um, you're like, well, you're like, I know I'm in like, yeah, I knew that obviously, but yeah, just having that time to be by myself and like develop bad habits of like being hard on myself and like getting down on myself and like, yeah, I'm just negative self thoughts, beating myself up. See, like, I don't know what it is about people that like make it better. Like the scriptures say that God made Eve because because He saw that man did not do well by himself. Like, Amen. I don't know, I don't wonder why that is. And then you think about people who go into solitary confinement for too long, they go crazy. That was it's me. Like, I don't, <laughs> was that, right? that was a bit of me. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all right. There but it's like, a thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, as you guys talked, there was like a part of like my mission, just in the service mission field, like where I was getting by, but I was happy just with the circumstances um, not necessarily happy like with everything, but I had good people around me and I still do. Um, a lot of these people I refer to are like kind of like my closest friends during this time. And now they're all out on, they're either at school or they're out on a proselyting mission. And I think that's like so awesome. I'm so happy for them. And it wasn't until they left that like I kind of was starting to spiral down again. And I was just like trying to figure out and trying to solve it. I'm like, why am I like not feeling so good? And it, it took a conversation with a few of my youth leaders at the time, um, but they were they were my youth leaders, but they're still in my ward, my home ward. And it took a conversation, and one of them told me, "I was like, well, can I just say that like I think you're kind of struggling right now because like you don't have that like close inner circle of people." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you're absolutely right." And with these with these friends, I had like I one thing about me like. We well, I don't necessarily isolate when I'm like feeling down, but maybe I'm just a bit more negative. Um, I mean, <laughs> just, like, yeah. I just go through my day <laughs> in too. more negative light or just mindset, but I just still get by. Um, but I had like a ton of like I love late night conversations. We can be in a car at a empty parking lot looking out into nothing, but it is the ocean and the beach and we can just talk about anything and everything. And it was just like the best feeling ever. And so like once that like left me, I was like, dang, like this kind of sucks. And then I also had, um, I, I agreed to go to counseling when I first transferred and I thought that was good in a lot of ways. And I wanted counseling for the first time in my life because I used to think like I didn't need it because I wasn't struggling that bad before the mission. I know we all think that. I was definitely the same way as you. I only thought it was for crazy people. And and I had experiences um, like kind of middle of high school where let's just say it wasn't my decision to go to counseling. Um, And I thought I was being, I thought I was going not just because of my own intentions to go because my intentions were not to go, but um, others' intentions, and I felt those intentions were wrong, and I just didn't feel like they were centered in helping me just kind of get through this hard time in my life, and it's still something that I'll never be able to fix or have control of, but so having that initial experience, I was like, I don't think I need counseling. My experience before, like, the counselor was great. But I just dreaded going. And so then going on the mission and then agreeing to go once transferring. I think there's just like that different mindset. And if you truly desire it, if you want to, if you want to seek that help, like I think you'll definitely receive it. And sometimes it takes a lot of trial and error. Like maybe the first therapist you talk to you might not get along with or like you just don't feel as understood. And I think it just like takes 
I get time different and different, different people. people. Yeah. yeah. Or I just found my outlet, like your outlet, Alder Albert, is music. A lot of my outlets are, or not that I view my friends as like objects, but I felt like they were like my outlet oh, and yeah, a lot of things. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. The last year has been journaling, but like for That's sure, a like a constant, yeah. a constant factor has just been friends as like my outlet and I like really rely on them which I probably like shouldn't but I think it's kind of hard not to yeah yeah especially like talking about companions yeah 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 and something you just said like really like stuck with me like having that having those people yeah and then like not having those people like the change in how you feel yeah just reminded me of something like you never like know how much you need slash love something till it's gone yeah, and right. it's like, what? Right. Or like, <laughs> friendships that fell through. Mm-hmm. Dude, those. those I had a couple yeah. of those in high school or like in college, and I was like, this is the worst feeling ever. And um, understanding the role I kind of played in those friendships too. Either I felt like majority of it was probably not majority, but I think it's like always two ways. But I'm like, oh, I could have done better with this, or. And that's such like a hard route to go or, down. Too. In another friendship, yeah. I was like felt like I was a doormat just being like walked all over and mm-hmm. it just takes those moments where like you don't realize it till it's gone and then like you realize even more like mm-hmm. of the situation yeah. and like what where you play mm-hmm. in that but, I would love to share yeah go for it um thanks I would love to share like um like kind of wrapping up like I'd love yeah. to share a take something I've learned about mental health as a whole um uh, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I learned to, I have to take it from my experience cause that's what I understand the most. But, um, I learned that I had mental health struggles on my mission. Um, and I had, it, I've had it for longer than I can, ima- you know, imagine. I don't really know when it started for me, but when I realized on my mission is that it's something that I've struggled with, dare I say it's something that I have, it's something that's part of me to be sensitive it's something, a part of me that feels really deeply. And I realized it pretty quick when I finally had a diagnosis from a doctor that, oh, like this is, it makes me different. This is something that mm, okay. I, I've i been carrying with me. And this is why I react so violently when this happens or I, I react this way. And I just remember thinking like, it's something I have and it's something that's about me, but it doesn't have to be all bad. Yeah. Um, it's something I think it's difficult at times, but I might feel, I I feel things so vividly. I feel things that are really sad, but I feel things that are so happy on the flip side. And I can, Mm -hmm. I can take the feelings I have and put it into something to create something. Just being in tune with your emotions. Yeah. It's like not everyone can do that. So it's a gift. I think it's a gift and every gift can have a curse attached to it. I think, I think like saying like, being sensitive i feel like sometimes like i'm a bit oversensitive um no yeah it's <laughs> like i'll take one thing that's like super little and i'll like make it huge and then it flip flows. it yeah yeah um my mom even tells me this she's like you're, you're sensitive and i'm like thanks, thanks. <laughs> love you mom um right. but i i think i've always taken being sensitive like as a bad thing I think oh, the world yeah. paints it that way I, sometimes. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because it's yeah. like you're too sensitive. I'm like, thank like, you. I know. Because like, I think for the longest time I was 
Thank you for being so observant. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> that was really cool. Um, <laughs> um, I think, no, yeah, I just think because being sensitive is like viewed as such a negative thing, I took it as that, and I would like get down on myself for being sensitive because I'm a softie. Right? I may not look like it, but I'm no. a softie. <laughs> I, I tell people that I'm a softie. And then, yeah. It's those light painted just, blue nails. It's, I'm just, I'm With soft. With the dark like that. purple. I'm so, I have a spike <laughs> chain necklace on. I'm soft. And all the rings. That's right. I text you. But I, yeah. I think that softness is like when you think about like a, a safe place to go, you don't think of a place that's rough. You think of a place that's soft. You mm -hmm. think of a place that's like you want to go to somewhere that's soft. Mm -hmm. And I think that challenges that everyone has their own unique challenges and mental health can't be defined into one whole i think mental health is everyone has their own story and their own experience mm -hmm. with it but i think that for your near case elder albert like being soft is people can relate to that and they can come to that place of gentleness and feel like they belong yeah and that's when i like that's the point where i flip it and look at it on the positive side like hey Maybe I can help people. I'm flipping it again. Yeah, we be flipping. Yeah, you can definitely be that outlet for someone. Mm -hmm. Which like, is something they can, yeah. they can trust to confide in you where they may not feel that safeness with another individual. Which is something I had a conversation with my uncle like three days ago. And he was like, we talked, I think we talked about this exact same thing, like just being emotional and like being sensitive and like feeling negatively about it he was yeah. like he brought up what you were just saying like mm. you can even flip that and be positive about it and be like yeah, you're softy you're softy so what you can use that to your advantage and like help people who could feel the same way as you or like just I don't know stuff like that yeah be relatable yeah and oh that was something gosh. he was like yeah. you can do that on your mission it's super easy to find that it is there's so many people you meet out there that need it and I just think oh, I lost my train of thought. It's getting pretty late. I think we're all getting tired here. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. You um, uh, house is not enough. I can't. <laughs> I do have a question for anyone out there that might be listening, and for you, Elder Albert. Um, what is like some advice you want to give to someone who struggles with mental health, or who may not even? know and are probably just suppressing their feelings like what is just like your i don't know advice my hot take. yeah your, yeah my hot maybe hot your hot take. take or maybe you just your advice to just um, share with someone like who's struggling in general whether or not they feel like mental health in an extreme level i just think this this could go for like however you're feeling um just i i really i really do think there's a stigma it's like, I don't know, there's like, there's a stigma with sharing how you're feeling. Like yeah. you could be perceived as weak. Yeah. And I hate that. Because like yeah. it prevents people from like getting stuff out and like getting help. Because for the longest time, that was me. I didn't like sharing. And that sent me right down to the point where I didn't want to be alive. And that is something that I want to prevent or help people realize that that's not what you want to do. Because you will get there and that's not where you want to be, obviously. But I think just sharing and it's like, get, like, get some help. Like, <laughs> stop it's it. okay to stop not it. be okay. It, yes. <laughs> and it's okay to reach out. Yeah. And I, like, as a last thing, I just want to say, the world is better with you in it. I'm going to yeah. say that much. Stay here. 
Thank you for that. Um, my last question is, what, if you can meet yourself, when, like your younger self, like eighth grade, Elder Albert, what would you tell him or what would you, like what how do you feel hug you, him hug you him. would feel about you and where you're at right now i know this is probably this so is childlike or like, no, I like not what I you're like expecting question. but like what how do you see that interaction going i could do some oh this could go a few ways um, <laughs> i could either do some hood rat stuff with him or i could sit him down Stop it. Get some help. I, I would honestly just tell him to like, I'd, I'd, I'd do this. I hit one of these, arm around the shoulder. Yeah. Buddy, you're not doing well. You got to figure this out. Get some help. Um, because I think a lot of, yeah, I didn't know how to go about yeah. my mental health when I was 14 years old. And it's understandable. Oh, yeah. Very young. Yeah. It's not like they're teaching about, you know, mental health yeah. in schools. Um, as far as I don't know, I don't really they know. Were not I've been doing out of school for a while. I don't not know. Not doing that. Um, but yeah, I just say like, yeah, you're. <laughs> I'd probably warn him about some things because if my yeah. life were to like stay the same, if I were to see like have this interaction with him, I'd be like, get ready, because life <laughs> yeah. sucks. Um, it sucks. I just yeah, just, I just say like practice getting. I say find some good habits and like good ways to cope with emotions because. At that point, I did not know what to do. I thought, trigger warning, I thought cutting myself was going to mm. fix things like that. Um, I thought so, too. Yeah, it's that doesn't help at all. But I'd say, like, find good coping habits and, like, find good people. Yeah. I was not with the best people at that point. Um, yeah. It's easy to get that way. Yeah. And then I'd probably show him some cool music. Um, <laughs> yeah. Probably show him a yeah. few bands, but... Yeah. Yeah, it'd be pretty chill. Yeah. Thank you so much for just being so transparent and willing to be vulnerable. Um, I know, at least for me, like I've just been able to resonate with a lot of things you've shared and been able to feel understood in a lot of ways. And I can definitely say that there's probably people who will listen to this who will feel those same things. And um, we're glad that you could <laughs> record with us on such late notice and all. Um, what, thank you guys you for having me. To say, thank you for being here and for sharing mm -hmm. yourself. With of us. course, happy yeah. to be here. If any of you have questions or if any of you have comments that you'd like to share, please feel free to reach out to us on our social media. Our Instagram is Return and Report Pod, Facebook Return and Report Podcast. If you need help, please reach out. There are resources available. We're here for you. We're available for you. Yeah, and we'll um, definitely attach like links and numbers to like organizations yeah. that do focus on helping youth and people with their mental health and yeah. those like hotline numbers for sure right because let's say there's one two three four five six seven people in this room who know what it's like and that's just in this room let alone the whole world yeah um, there's reasons why these um organizations exist it's because it's a real thing it's a real problem and just it's not your fault it. yeah <laughs> yeah Thank you to anyone who's listening. Again, thank you, Elder Albert. Mm -hmm. um, we love you. Amazing stuff. Yeah. yeah. Can I say one more thing? For yeah. sure. I want to repeat what I said two minutes ago. The world's better with you in it. Yes, sir. I yes, love sir. you. Aww. And then, yeah. We yeah. love you. We'll see you in the next episode. Yeah, can't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go get some sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everyone.